Welcome to the Tech Lead Coaching Network podcast. This is episode number 28. My name is Michael Rice, and the Tech Lead Coaching Network is an informal, community-based, open-source network of tech leads where we support each other through in-person workshops and peer-to-peer, one-to-one tech lead coaching, all free and volunteer-based. We focus on the tech lead role, that first-level leadership position, which you find a lot in software engineering, but you could find in related fields like systems engineering, security, QA, data science, and etc. We focus on it because... Let's be honest, it's just a terribly hard role for most people. You're making a transition from an individual contributor to having to navigate all these complicated, unpredictable humans, and yet still be very technical. Worse, you probably aren't getting enough support or training in the role, so we created this community to support each other. You could be listening because you want to be a tech lead, you are a tech lead, or you manage tech leads. We do these podcasts with the hope that it will be a useful thing for community members to stay involved and feel connected, but also for a little marketing and to share some ideas more broadly. It's Wednesday, March 27th, 2019. You're already halfway there, Tech Leads. Actually, how is it possible that it's already Wednesday? Anyway, today I want to share with you a little of the backstory of how I was a super mediocre Tech Lead and how the Tech Lead Coaching Network came to be. Right, so I thought it might be useful for you to know a little more of why I created the network and why I'm so interested in the Tech Lead role. I was a really, really super average, maybe a little below average Tech Lead, honestly. Mediocre is my word. I put on Twitter the other day that I'm shocked that my managers put up with such such a mediocre showing back then. I mean, in fact, if I were my manager today, I might have had some hard conversations with me and probably placed myself pretty low on the HR9 box. Managers listening to this know what I'm talking about. Looking back, the only things I can really point to as being proud of or proud takeaways are the technical decisions and the products I'd been a part of. I think the choices and the directions I set were based on solid analysis and they were clever, even creative choices in the era. Of course, It's all legacy code now because it was a long time ago, and people are probably trying to figure out why we've made such lousy decisions. Up until the past six or seven years ago, I can't really point to any amazing leadership or management moments or even any clear leadership moments that I stepped into. In one of my earliest memories of really leading, and I use that word very loosely in this instance, knowing what I know now about leadership, My managers tapped me as a tech lead to replace a complicated Excel-driven process. I had free reign to design my architecture and write the app from scratch, which, as you know, is kind of a unique opportunity in our our business. So I put together an architecture that I thought was pretty cool. It was going to be a multi-tiered distributed architecture splitting the user interface from the business and data layers. N-tier architectures is what they were called, and they were pretty hot back in the late 1990s if you get an idea of how old I am. I had a small team of developers assigned to the project. I was supposed to manage them on the project. I wasn't their people manager, just manage the tasks. This is pretty pretty typical for tech leads. Two of them were offshore, and I had one developer in the office with me. It took us about three months to get it done. Things went okay. We launched on time. The system did what it was supposed to do. But if I were my own manager back then, I probably would have given my performance a grade of B maybe just C for average. The technical parts were easy. 
the hard parts were the humans. So I asked myself questions like this. I mean, I have to think back in my memory, but I remember thinking, being concerned about things like, how do I assign the work? How do I tell people what to do in a way that doesn't make them mad? What if they do get mad? How should I handle it when something where someone builds something in a way that I don't agree with? What should I do when a programmer's work was taking too long or didn't do what it was supposed to do? Was I supposed to, what was I supposed to say to management when they started asking for more than we could do? How was I supposed to keep the project managers, remember this is pre-agile, from driving my team and me nuts? How was I supposed to deal with my own discomfort of all these people looking to me for answers? I, it, I don't remember being particularly nervous or anxious, but I do remember really a sense of kind of dull unease about these questions. You know, that kind of feeling like you park your car at the drive in the parking lot of the, the office and you're getting out and just that kind of feeling like, Oh my God, how am I going to do this? What am I supposed to do? Okay. Maybe this stuff really did make me nervous, but it's been quite a few years now. So I do remember losing a lot of sleep and honestly, I really didn't grow much from the experience. I mostly just kind of got to the end of the project with a sense of relief more than anything. I thought we learned a lot about technology, but I don't think I learned a whole lot about me. And so having not been able to point to my leadership accomplishments or personal growth for a long time, my resume really highlighted these the technical accomplishments, and I took credit as the tech lead. I see a lot of resumes like that today, and I wonder as I read them, if, you know, they just kind of merely survive the experience of being a tech lead like I did. Interestingly, as I said, I was uneasy in the role. And honestly, I just didn't really like letting other people write the code. I honestly probably would have been more proud of the project if I had just written the whole thing myself. And I'm sure they retired that code we wrote a long time ago by now. So now, since I didn't learn much from it, the most I can say about the experience is that it's been a useful for remembering how uncomfortable the experience was. I went on to do some more projects. I got a little more comfortable with some of the topics and issues. I started to like standing up at the whiteboard a lot, but it all seemed so random and unstructured. And there was always a nagging sense of nervousness that some human issue would come up that I hadn't faced and wouldn't know what to do all over again. So quite a few years later, however, in a new role as a, as a, as a basically a field engineering manager, I, I began to see other far more successful tech leads at work. And my role really depended on having solid tech leads, no matter whether their title was senior consultant, architect, or even just a consultant on the team. Raw technical skill was totally insufficient in my new job. And I began to learn how to cultivate and sort of spot the talent. It was definitely a haphazard journey where I had probably more failures and success, especially in the early days. So I'm very grateful to my former employer for basically teaching me how how all this works. And now I have at least a structure and a framework in place for those who are learning to be better and more impactful tech leads. They are the five Pareto capabilities. I found that if you can focus on listening closely, taking a lot of action or taking initiative, defining a clear vision, solid tracking and adjusting skills, and a great growth mindset, then put all this together really you're going to get a lot of momentum and most of the rest will take care of itself. So in summary, I thought you'd like to know the the backstory of my mediocre tech leadership and why we're here. And honestly, the arc of my career, I don't know. I think it would have been so much different if I knew the capabilities and the specific strategies that I'm trying to share with you guys now. And especially if I had a coach. 
So that's how this podcast ended up in your device, and I'm glad you're listening. We're on a mission, Tech Leads. Our mission is to increase the happiness and effectiveness of our community members. No matter where you are in your Tech Lead journey, I want you to consider joining us. Join online at techleadcoaching.com. It's all free, and you can just join at the lurker level if you just want to stay in touch, get weekly email updates, and other interesting tidbits. There are other levels, too, like the coach and tech lead levels when you're ready. So join however you're comfortable, but I do hope you'll join us. Thanks so much for listening. I hope you found today's episode helpful or at least kind of a, an interesting story of how we got here. Glad you're on the journey with us, tech leads. Subscribe to this podcast. Give us an awesome rating if you can so we can reach more people and make the algorithms, feed the algorithms. And have an amazing Wednesday, tech leads. Just a few more days to go, okay? Okay.